In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh. And with me, as always, is my fungus zombie, the one, the only. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, 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 one of us, one of us, one of us, Travis Rats here. <laughs> um, is that because Gabby's on the show with us today? I, I don't, I was trying to think of a zombie thing, but you're, you're right, it was, I was looking at Gabby, and then it subliminally, I think it works, I think it works. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got Gabby on the podcast today. This is a variant edition where Travis and I sometimes we dive into graphic novels and trades, a comic book club issue. You are not on that issue or that episode. You are on an episode where we're diving into what's on pop nerd culture. And we've got Gabby on the show, my lovely wife. Hi, Gab. Hello. All right, Gabby. Yeah, I think here. we need to introduce like a lot of backstory to this. It's been a while yeah. since Gabby came on. I know we got new got a lot of new listeners during COVID. Sure. Yeah. And they're like, who is this woman? Uh, Gabby. Hello. My wife. Yeah. She's here. My wife. Uh, you can't not, you have to do one Borat impression whenever you have your wife on your podcast. It's yeah. it's podcast law. It's yeah. done. I'm not going to do it again. So here my we go. My former colleague. Yes. I uh, stayed a little bit longer former, a boss. Got my out former just in colleague. time. My former I, colleague. Technically, what is your department chair? So. Uh, yeah, that's a, a listen. Maybe I posted do- your grades maybe, and I maybe. had your password. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, do you, do you want to talk about your what password? Department head did. Department heads have a lot of responsibility at your school. You had to give me your password so I could post your grades. Because you quit and you needed someone to post your grades. Oh, is it start with your a password. capital J? <laughs> yes. <laughs> great, great behind the is scenes. Is it a very voluptuous password? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A very nineties. Well, to be to be fair, Josh has that password too, and you guys can yeah. get into all <laughs> my bank account info. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, Wait, on the podcast, I gotta cut this yeah. now. This is too much. It's too much info. <laughs> you have to snip that part out when you edit it. Because <laughs> anyone who knows you mildly would probably be able to figure. It but out. I'm also yeah. thinking of another person of that era who starts with a J. Who actually um, lives yeah. in Phoenix? That would probably. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but no. Okay. Um, so, on on the podcast today, we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, Travis has been rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Gabby and I saw Ant Man, uh, and we're talking about the Last and of Man. Us. Yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about the Last of Us to kick us off. So let's talk zombies. Travis, yes, is that's zombie I'm, I'm gonna enable. I'm gonna label this episode The Last of Us plus, yeah, etc. Yeah, Ellipsis. so let's talk. Let's ellip, ellipses. Um, let's talk The Last of Us. Have we had enough zombie programming? Is there is the market saturated with zombies? Well, I kind of want to discuss. I, I, I kind of want to let's, let's we don't get Gabby on very much. Yeah, um, Gabby, uh, hmm. you're if you know how. In the uh, back in the day, when you wanted to take the measurement of rain in the Midwest or places, you would have that little plastic thing you would s- spike into the dirt, yeah. and it would fill up with rain. And you pull it up, and you're like, "Oh, here's a quarter inch of rain." And sometimes it would be overflowing if it was a 
Where, where, if this was a zombie barometer and you stuck it in the ground in 2022, 23, how, how filled up would that be? I. Would you have to I, empty it? No, I don't think so. Not now. Oh. I don't think so. You think it's, you think it's good, died down and now it's back? Are zombies back, baby? I think zombies are back for 2023, but are these really zombies? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's a good question. We, 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 oh, it's funny, we talk about this. Uh, so we are currently doing science fiction in my ELA class, and we just read the first uh, chapter as an excerpt of different subgenres of science fiction. Of The Walking Ma- Dead. No, yeah. Max Brooks's uh, Zombie uh, Survival World, Guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, as an okay. idea of a, a, what a nonfiction survival guide is. Because, you know, you got to yeah. church things up for these kids. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel like zombies are oversaturated now, because I don't even feel like kids are like, oh, this is you, yeah, another the middle-aged yeah. teacher trying to get to it. It's not like I'm like, and now we're going to talk about Tupac. You know? <laughs> it's, not like a 90, it's not like a 1998 class where I'm like, and so Tupac was the rose who grew from concrete. <laughs> See the symbols? They were kind of like, zombies. Yes, I've heard about these things. What are these zombies? Okay, so The Last of Us uh, is an HBO show that is based on the video game the PlayStation exclusive video game, The Last of Us. And have you played um, that, Josh? Yeah, I played both part one and part two. And I watched, oh. yes. Oh, okay. I've, I've never seen it played. Um, I'm aware of it. So you know the first, you know the beginning of The Last of Us where they're in the car, you're the, the girl, it focuses on the girl, and then you're in the car and all the zombie stuff breaks out. The first episode of The Last yeah, of yeah, Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His daughter. That is yeah. exactly how the video. Like shot for shot. That is exactly really? how the video game starts. You are the girl. You are playing as the girl. And then you are escaping with your dad from the zombies. The, the truck scene is much longer in the video game as you can control it, the it camera. it falls. It, the truck. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Okay. Yeah. So you're in the truck. You are like um all of the stuff is happening around you what's the the what's the movie where no one can have babies anymore and it's that famous single shot of men children of men yeah children of men and there's a single single camera shot where it's in the car the entire time as like craps hitting the fan i don't think i think you're the only person who's seen that movie in 20 years it's a a great it's a great movie movie. good movie Uh, but that's exactly how it starts very much like that and then uh she dies just like in the in the show and you're like wait i thought that's the character so you are this character and then it's a start you do let me ask you this do you hear like a big heartbeat like boom 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 and then like it starts to kind of flicker in the video game no it's it's not it's not so much like that it's very cinematic it's a very cinematic super cinematic no it's very very (laughs) very video game very much follows the show so far Except for the whole episode that focuses in on the love story. The right? best episode. Episode three. The, yeah, the, be- the best, one of the best episodes of oh television in a long time. But but let's let's just talk about zombies okay. in general. Travis, as someone who Sorry. hasn't played the video Gabby game. Gabby came on and I got distracted. Let's yeah. let's get to business here. All as right. Someone, as someone who hasn't played the video game, what did, what was your impression of like where these zombies come from? So, yeah, uh, uh, let's just focus specifically yeah. on your question. Fungus. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I think I think that's always the trope of a zombie story is like how did zombies get created? We've seen it with like sometimes it's like a bloodborne virus. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a, a like an environmental thing. Sometimes it's like a 
uh, corporation uh, that toxic has, waste, yeah, right? toxic, toxic Avengers. You know, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's like um, uh, focused collaboration in like a Department of Education, and <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a sense of it's like a very specific thing, and I think yeah. that the fungus thing. I don't know if it's the first to do fungus. It feels like maybe there's been people have done fungus before, but it makes the most sense because you're looking at how a actual biological organism functions in nature and just extrapolating that. And so we were talking with the teenagers about the science behind it and how yeah. by making it real, it feels like, oh yeah. And in fact, the first episode of the first, you, you talked about that scene, but that's not the first yeah. scene. The first scene is like a, a fake 1970s interview. They're all smoking right, which cigarettes. Is great. Great actors in it, and they have this. He's like talking about like, oh, how would the world end? He goes, well, honestly, if the world's going to end, it's going to be because of fungus, and and then it it ends there. And it was such a that that's what hooked me. I'm like, all right, you got me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a YouTube video. It's like I I watch a lot of old Tom Waits interviews, and I'm like, this could have been Tom (laughs) Waits smoking a cigarette on like you know like a 1970s show, and now. There's zombies attacking. And it, it was brilliant. A brilliant beginning and the best way to introduce the premise of how it works. Yeah, yeah. So um, HBO, eh, prestige television. Well, it's not, it's prestige. not television, Josh. It is HBO. It is HBO. That's right. It's not television. Home, it's beyond home television. Home box office. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you I, should make that up. That's actually not bad. Home box office. <laughs> oh, no, good. it's real. That's is what it stands that's for. That's what it huh? stands for, yeah. <laughs> Is that what it stands for, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, edit this out. Edit this out. No, editor, no. Edit this out. Don't make Travis look stupid. Uh, so I, let's 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 talk about sort of like the sadness of this show because uh. every episode so far has been just a downer, right? Just sad. Well, I haven't seen the last sad. episode, so let's let's. Well, we let's didn't watch. We right didn't watch. There. We didn't watch the last episode yet. We're gonna watch it today. Okay, oh, uh, we're all we're yeah. on the same thing. So, so we're, we're all on the same page. The zombie you watch horde. The episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You watch the episode with the with the 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 two brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the last episode we watched. Okay. Well, maybe before we go there, you're yeah. talking about something about this. And I'm, I'm, Gabby, did you watch Walking Dead at all? Like any of the seasons? Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that's what we kind of have. That's like the barometer, right? That's like the where we have to compare it against. Yeah. Uh, and which I wasn't really excited about watching the show. I'm like, okay, I've I've just seen it before. Right. I know it's going to have a higher budget, so that's going to be nice. They're going to have a little mm-hmm. more room to to run. But I'm liking this more than even like Frank Darabont's first season of The Walking Dead. And I'm like, I, so then I have to ask myself, well, what's different? story-wise like as far as let's take the budget out of it what do you think is different about this show in the early episodes as opposed to the tentpole television series the walking dead well i think the the first episode of the walking dead was one where i watched it and i was like i can't watch this this show like this is too sad because they had um the one the one character guy he ends up coming back at some point and um he had like lost his family and stuff. And it was a very like, it was 
like playing with your emotions and stuff. And I said, like, at that point, after watching the first one, I was like, I can't do this. And then I felt after a while that I was missing out on a cultural phenomenon. So I came back to it and then we rewatched and got caught up again. Um, I think that storytelling in the post-apocalyptic world has transformed drastically over the last few years. And like, even though I watched the last of us and I was like, "Eh, I don't know. I mean, like he was like, we're watching this. And I was like, whatever I could take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. But after watching it and putting like human emotion into it, like seeing the story and knowing what was going to happen and then seeing actors play out the parts and really like having the human emotion instead of like a video um, game character have it like it's like they took <clears throat> they took the story and then they elevated it times 10 I think if you were to go back now and take the graphic novel The Walking Dead and put it into a TV show I think the writing would be much different uh, now Do I think you- it was revolutionary at the time but now it would be it would be absolutely different and they would be doing much different things to get you to stay well it's interesting that you said that like I didn't want to you said I didn't want to watch The Walking Dead it's just too sad do you think that that kind of prepped you for this? Do you think you could have... I'm guessing you're, you're popping on here because you, there's something you enjoyed about this. Is there... Do you think that that was like a necessary beginning, like to have to go through at least a couple seasons of The Walking Dead before to understand where this is? Or is it watching Josh play the video game that really... <laughs> I, I think... I mean, honestly, I don't think that you would even ever have to watch The Walking Dead to kind of get what's going on in this one. I mean, if you're comparing them, they're just really, there's like loose comparisons. Yeah, I think this one focuses more. I mean, The Walking Dead is a very gory zombie show with some heart, right? It's all about surviving it. Right. There's a lot of gore. There's a lot of like, what's happened to man since, right? It's like the worst thing in Walking Dead is the people, right? Like that's what Negan is. This one is really like, this feels more like. It's a hero's journey. That yeah. it is. It, there's a place they're going, right? And it's very much the quest trip. was set up yeah, in yeah. in the first episode, right? And, and well, it's Lone Wolf and Cub too, right. right? And it turns into let's tell some very heartbreaking, sad stories in this environment, as opposed to how do we survive a prison when zombies attack, right? Yeah, the, that hasn't been this. There hasn't been. There's been out of the four episodes we watched, there was the one very zombie episode where they all come out of the ground. Oh God. And right. They run so fast. Yeah. And otherwise it hasn't been the walking dead, which starts with like, you know, him escaping the hospital and just dead bodies everywhere and zombies and gore. This isn't that. Well, we, we, we talked about this before this, this trope of the lone wolf and cup, right. And yeah. then how you can kind of just take that as your base and layer whatever environment you want on it. And it seems yeah. like that, like with like Logan years ago and, and some of the things that have been coming out lately, it seems to be that is, I, I'm just going to wildly make the accusation that that is a profitable trope. And do it's you a think universal story, right? Well, but do you think that in particular for our generation of kids who grew up with science fiction and fantasy like ours, where half your life you are ashamed of it? You're hiding it. And then now you get to celebrate it. And you get to, not only do you get to celebrate it, but you get to celebrate with your kids. And it's cool for your kids as well. Is that Lone Wolf and Cub story the the melding of both those worlds, right? Is it that sense of like, hey, I'm 
not only am I a parent who has a kid who has, we have our own environment, our own struggles, but it's played out in this fantasy world that when I was a kid, I couldn't explore. But now it's cool, and it's also a bonding experience between me and my kid. <laughs> like it's, it, yeah. it, it hits so many buttons. That idea of like I am the single parent and or figure, single parent figure, and this is a child in my charge. And there's fantastical, magical, or horror things happening around me. I feel like it's just. I feel like it's great. I love it, but it also does feel yeah. like a little bit manipulative with. The gener- oh, it's, it's the generation of viewers. Yeah, it's very like we took what Disney did and we made it a little scarier. Right. Like, right. Because I mean- it's bed knobs and broomsticks. Like <laughs> it just it, it it's the it's it's the jungle book. It's whatever oh, you want to do. Dick Van Dead. Land, Dick right? Van Dead would be a good <laughs> Dick Van Dead, yes. That's my that's my uh when I'm that's what I that's my name when I'm in the misfits is Dick Van Dead. Someone like, should take I, Get you know, my devil like lock. Poppins and broomsticks, and then like have a zombie Dick Van zombie. Dyke. Yeah, perfect. Jump in time. He's jump still in alive. time. Is he? No, he's not. He's dead now, isn't he? No, I mean, he was dead. just on the Masked yeah, he, Singer. Yeah, he's read. out there oh. like saying women he can't said, be funny. Everyone thinks I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying like women can't be funny. No, no. Yeah. Uh, But I I think for me, (laughs) I think this is one of those shows where, again, you're taking this trope, that lone wolf and cub, that young child adult protector, right? And putting it in this new environment. But instead of this just being an onslaught of zombies and cutting off heads and all that stuff, it is let's kind of really tell a heart, a heartfelt story about you know, the connection being built, a guy who lost his daughter now has this daughter in place, this girl who doesn't have a family who now has this family and they're dealing with each other through it. I mean, it is a very, it is a very video gamey thing, but, right? But it's not like, I mean, you could say the same kind of with Resident Evil, right? Like you so had a lone that's... cub, but the backstory on that is not even as interesting. No. And then when you transition that to live action, it sucks. Right. So Ga- Gabby's talking about, so, Res- so Travis doesn't play video games. Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4. You... Uh, and let me just make it clear. Yeah. I don't play video games. I just watch, watch. You watch so, them. Yeah. yeah. If and I was in Resident Arizona, I would probably know more about this as well. Right. And in Resident Evil 4, you are a agent and you are going to some place with zombies, but you have to save the president's daughter. So you drag the like, president's like, daughter. Like first kid with Sinbad? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, She's got a backpack. Or um, escape from New York or LA. Escape from LA. Yeah, I like right? first kid. Yeah. <laughs> first but, but you you have to drag her around and like you have to hide her in places so you can go shoot guys. You have to like get her to climb up. Things it's very video gamey to like have two people, mm-hmm. so you have to go. Should be always be one or the other. Yeah, and you can go direct the other one to help you out. You can solve more puzzles with two people. Yeah. So it's a very video gamey trope. I'm playing God of War Ragnarok right now, and it's always you and either your son, again, or your helper lone, friend. Well, I heard there's this, this Hogwarts thing that came out now that everyone's going. Yeah, you get right? to go. Yeah. You get to go be a Hogwarts. Um, so, I, I know you're kind of going on that track, but yeah. <clears throat> so we always talk about, and this has come up quite a bit, things from our past that we've loved 10 years ago now get made into a series. And yeah. there is, it's kind of like liking the indie band before it became like a thing. Do yeah. you think that there's such similarities between the video game and the show that it does feel a little bit like 
do you think video game fans are now starting to feel like comic book fans like in the 90s we're like yeah that's just the dark phoenix saga but like they put it on the, they, you put the girl is, from game of thrones so, on there and all of a sudden it's people want to watch it yeah. yeah if you go ahead and you there are some instagram feeds where it is literally the video game and the tv show it's playing good. at the same time and it is the same dialogue i mean these guys who wrote this who wrote the video game wrote a like a story that you play through so yeah there's like looting things looting bodies for more bullets and there's all these very video gamey pieces are they writers on the show too i am sure that they're massive producers on the show right and the writers have so the same i'm like i said i'm playing ragnarok right now and if you took out all the video game stuff it's an hbo show if you took out the like, we're getting to this location. Oh, we got to fight these monsters. Now we can go back well, to telling that, the that's story. That's even an interesting development yeah. right there because you think about the people who created these comic book heroes. There's movies from, and they're not. I mean, sometimes they are. If it, it's like Brew Baker or something like that for you know these modern ones. But most of the time, right. it's like, well, I created the character, and you're not even letting me get a part in the like. Get well, because it's not their character. Show. It's exactly. not their character anymore. So right? I'd they be gave curious to see how how much the actual writers of the video game, not the makers of the video game, not the developers yeah, not of the, the publisher, game, yeah. but like the actual video game writers. That's a question. That I, that I don't know. It's interesting to see like that the writing in video games has become very, um, it's a, like a highly coveted job now, right? To be a story writer for a video game. Yeah, it is Rubik like on par. Yeah. yeah, It's on par with being in, in, a, in a major motion picture. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I just think that like this this series is far more I think like uh and maybe because I'm older, maybe because I have no idea. But it it, it the writing also Pedro Pascal, not terrible. Fantastic. For both. Fantastic. For both men and women <laughs> and anything in between. Like he is a very good character that I think everyone can kind of like either want to be or want to be with right so um it's he's really good in it and then and you also see him all like i'm like oh he's the mandalorian he takes the little grogu all around like he's gonna help this girl and like i know what's gonna happen but every every episode i'm like please don't die like even though i know how it's gonna kind of go if it continues <laughs> well i don't know I, i'm not telling you anything yeah, yeah. but like you just have all that like th- that's yeah. what they create for you is like all these dangerous situations yeah that they're gonna be in um, should we talk I, specific moments in the show then sure. like, like yeah what we like i, I mean, mean that third ep- that third okay episode, let's talk about third episode i mean le- i mean if we're gonna talk about it, that episode is probably one of the best episodes of television i've seen to get, like, in a, a long, long my, my, my two dads Yes, my two dads. Uh, my exactly two dad like survivors. Yeah. Uh, it was so good because... That was a gay show before gay shows were cool. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, but what it did is it took... Can we get a is... pause here? Because I, yeah. I do not know the answer to this question. I'm curious if either of yeah. you can do this. One of my favorite like shows my sister and I really liked growing up was My Two Dads, Paul Reiser. Yeah. And I forgot the other dad on it. I feel like I should know the theme song to that show. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it should be like as ubiquitous as Alf or or Family Ties. No, because it didn't. Ha- I don't think it had words. I don't think it was because it wasn't as it wasn't TGIF. So it didn't mm. have like a newspaper delivery and everything. I, don't, yeah, I think right? it's because nobody talks about that show very much anymore. Good show. Good show. Good show I wonder um, if, if I, I keep talking. I'm, I'm listening and watching, but I'm also going it, it up. I'm going to see if, it. It, if I play it on here, if it will come through. 
I don't know. No, let's okay. see. Let's see. Um, so I think, I think one of the really interesting things about that episode is that is not part of the game. I mean, it is, but it's literally no, like went far into the you go to that house and find some stuff. And you know that they're gay. Right. Like, and, you know that. Right. But the, the aside where you go get to see this 20-year love story take place mm-hmm. and just dive into that little piece of it. And, it. and it fleshes out the world in such a different way than I think you ever got in an episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, right? I thought, I, I knew, because I was behind, and I saw that Nick Offerman was on, yeah, there was like a yeah. still shot of Nick Offerman. I go, oh, that's a, what a perfect character for a zombie apocalypse survival show. And I remember talking to one of my friends and being like, he was ahead of you. And I go, oh, is that the one Nick Offerman's on? I don't think I've actually started the show. He goes, that's really great. Because I it took me like, I was behind, probably behind three episodes when I started. And I said, oh, Nick Offerman's in it. That makes sense. And I go, like, so he, he's enter, he's a reoccurring character. He's like, yeah. And because <laughs> it makes sense. You're like, oh, what right. a perfect character for like a survivalist yeah, yeah. show. He basically is a survivalist, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it, and like Gabby said, it is a very bottle episode that's just like Emmy dripping with Emmy nominations, yeah. you feel like. Yeah. But also not new. Like, in some ways, they're not the first person I don't feel like that's ever done a end of life love story during a zombie apocalypse i feel like no but you got to sit in it for like an hour right like it was instead of it being like taking place over the entire series right you got to feel all of those emotions and all those connections in 60 minutes and it felt so much more heavy Mm -hmm. instead of like Oh well, yeah, they've been in the background for a whole the whole season, and then they die, right? Because you don't know who else you're going to be rooting for, right? You only have um, Joel and Ellie, yeah. right? And then you're just like at this point now thinking, "Oh my God, is every episode going to introduce me to a character that I really love?" And, and then, then they're, they're going to die. They're going to take them you, away. You thought about quickly. that in the last one where they give the backstory between the son and the rebel fighter, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the two brothers, the, yeah. the Benedict Arnold, I believe, is the yeah. the, the thing of it. And um, and I, I was kind of glad they didn't give you fifty minutes of that, but they gave us like good twenty minutes, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they again same thing. <laughs> Very sad, but like that's what, when that I'm kid goes you. feral when it shows him yeah. the bite. You're like, and I think what they're doing is, I go, they're not gonna back to back that. I go, there's no way they're gonna back to back. And then like, they did, these and then characters. they did, and they did, it. and you're like, holy cow! And it felt super comic booky, where it's just yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna skirt expectations this way because it doesn't feel like a lot of executives would be like, you can't, you can't introduce a new character like this or paying them or doing this. And then you kill them off in the same episode. You want to talk about some weird crap? Like that little, that little girl that was a zombie that was doing backflips in the car, basically (laughs) trying to get Ellie. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Was that a child zombie? Yes. It was a little girl zombie. I thought it was like the crap out of me. So no, what are you sorry? That's our dog. Um, I, one of the things, so just to just to kind of one last piece of this before we kind of move on that I'm really so having played the video game, the scene where Joel's in the tower shooting off zombies, right, with this rifle, yeah. that is straight out of the video game. But in the video game, you are 
shooting off the zombies so Ellie can escape. They somehow managed to take a very like video gamey moment where like it is truly like, oh, I got to be up in the clock tower and shoot the zombies and still make it feel not video game. I thought about you know that. I, mean? I said, this has got to be a scene in the video game where he's, he's picking yeah. them off because just based on what well, people have said. And I said, wait, so in this video game, your 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 job is to protect this girl, obviously. Yeah. And the, but if you fail in the video game, do you see this girl die over and over again yeah. until you pass yeah. the level? Holy yeah. cow! Well, no wonder our part, children are so messed up, man. Oh, yeah. Messed up. <laughs> the other part is, is that's going to be a scene that, as a player, you play over and over and over yeah. and over. You're not going to be the first, time. the first time. Yeah. No, right. no. So it's a very memorable scene. Yeah. Where you're, yeah, where that happens, and they did have the really gross, the giant, zombie. the giant zombie, yeah, which they talked about at the beginning was like, oh, like the ones that explode are myths, like that's not real, yeah. But they did have this one giant one that came out that's like harder to kill, like a more of a bigger boss. They call them a and bloater. No, that's that's from, what they call yeah. them. In the, and in the, and um, I I talked to my uh, students, and they were talking about this show. I said I love it. And I go, you know what my favorite things is? I love it how they don't, like, video game the zombies, where it's like, this is a, a, a silent one, and this is... And he's looking at me like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go, wait, do they do that? He goes, do you want me to tell you? And I go, you've told me already. Look at your face. Yeah. The clicker? The clicker yeah, is he, one of the... what he said. He goes, the... there's clickers, there's bloaters, there's this, there's this. I go, no! And I go, maybe they won't do that in the show. And then that night, like that weekend, it was like, oh, you you beat a clicker? And I'm like, here it is. Yeah. Here uh-huh. we go. But I still think... Because over time, they have to evolve into something. Right. Because otherwise, it's just the same thing. I thought... So... Now, I really could get really needed to get past the things that were going in people's mouths. Oh, that when the, when the fungus comes out of your mouth? Not okay. Because in the, in the game, the one thing called, they took out it's is... called it, a spitter. In the game, you have to it put on a gas... Slower. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> in the game, you have to put on a gas mask all the time because it's the spores that kill you. But you can't do that on TV because then you have to have Pedro Pascal keep putting on a mask all well, the time. He's already done that. We've been there. Right. Well, and you just think about like the logistics of like, oh, we've got to go do this scene, but you're down inside. Everybody, put your mask on, right? How do you how do you say, uh, Gabby? How do you say no mask in Spanish? No, no mask, mascara. No, no, I don't know. No mas masca. No mas masca. No more. That's like Pedro Pascal's like number one thing he says on set. Yeah. No mas masca. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do that for that. a whole show already. So <laughs> I, let, let's let's wrap <laughs> this up. It's fantastic. It's I'm also the name of the episode. No mas masca. Yeah. No mas masca. Um, but I, it's really good. Travis, you need look. You're a single man who's almost forty. Buy fours. yourself. Single <laughs> man. Buy, buy getting rougher the longer this no. podcast goes on the more you yeah, say that terrible. Silly. buy yourself me. a playstation 5 and go play the last of us they just re-released it i mean i'm the wearing overalls the backwards hat and the scarf i feel but like travis yeah. travis is the friend that skis through different countries yeah. on the weekend instead of playing video games and that's what i love about him yeah he brings the the essence of a worldly man yeah. to the podcast, but a child man, dungeon. A child. I think it, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a fun. James I think Bond man child. It's yeah, it's yeah. making me want to go back and play it. 
Oh, like great. watching the TV shows make me want to go back and play. I need it another again. TV. The, the video game that I wanted because of the story is, and I've, I've always seen the, the commercials for it, and I go, this is right up my alley Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it's great. Never played Fantastic it. game. See, Still I've good. Seen, seen the, the trailers. I want to put on some Wailing Jennings, a little yes. on the vinyl, because yeah. that's what we're doing now, hipster style. Put the yeah. Wailing Jennings vinyl on, put a little Red Dead Redemption on, and just. Um, that is a game you'll what? spend you'll spend eighty <laughs> hours playing what? Red Dead Redemption two. What game did Runner say look like Red Dead Redemption? He was like, "This looks like Red Dead Sunset Redemption. Riders, nineteen ninety six. Oh, no, um, it's like another it's whatever game I just played. Oh, the samurai one. Yeah, the samurai one. So that's another one. It's Red Dead Redemption, but you're a samurai, Travis. I get too much time. It's not as it's that. not, and you, and you can play it in black and white. You can turn it on Kurosawa mode. It is called Kurosawa mode. mode And it's in black and white. And you chop up people. Like, it's all sword fighting. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Traveling around Japan, killing samurai. Well, we were going to talk about other stuff. I don't don't think there's time. I think we got to save that for the future podcast. We got to talk Star Trek Next Gen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Star Trek Next Generation? I have not. So Gabby and I will watch the first episode of Star Trek Next Generation. So for the next next variant episode. Okay. So I, I, I... It's like an hour long. It was like like, an hour and a half long. Yeah, Escape from Farscape or something like that. Um, So, uh, yeah, let's let's set it up then. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, Star Trek Next Generation came out in 1989. I've never been a Star Trek fan, but oh, I, man, I that was always in the background. That was my Star Trek, like, Next yeah. Generation. I think I was, like, six when it came out, and it was a big deal when that came out. So, it was always on. Like, one channel, we had one channel, yeah. one show, we watched the Star Trek. I barely remember any of it. And people, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I kind of enjoyed it. I think there's, like, seven or eight seasons of it. And now I was older, I'm doing the sci-fi unit with my uh, English students, and reading a bunch of old sci-fi. I'm like, let me go back. Is there something like tropey and essential in Star Trek the gen- Next Generation? So when you talk to Star Trek fans, they're like, hey, if you're going to start beginning of Star Trek, start Star Trek Next Gen. But they also say, don't start in the first two seasons. They suck. And they start <laughs> season three. But I say, no, 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 no. I'm a completionist. Don't do that. We're, yeah, st- we're, we're it. slogging through it. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first episode, which people notoriously hate Star Trek Next Generation, which you might be about to watch. And I didn't hate it. And like in two weeks, I watched like 25 episodes of Star Wars. I watched the whole first season. And it's so comforting. And I'm seeing things that with characters I haven't seen before. I, uh, Catherine McCard, I have a man crush on this guy. <laughs> I, as, as I'm more a, of a Riker as a, yeah, that too he played I didn't know Riker played the trombone he plays the trombone you find that <laughs> out Yeah, he calls it the bone <laughs> and I'm watching this and, and then all of a sudden I'm thinking about all the principal's offices that I worked for that I walked into that had Star Trek stuff on there and it kind of made me cringe a little bit because I understand <laughs> what they're going for and I was like because as I watched the show, I'm like, oh, I could take that kind of leadership style and bring it into the classroom. And then I started thinking about principals who had Star Trek stuff. And then I said to myself, ugh. <laughs> 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 All right. So next, ep- next variant edition, we're talking Star Trek Next Generation and uh, whatever else is on the docket. All right. Probably am, man. Is, is, is that it, guys? Is that again? Is that the show? I think that's the show. That's the show. All right, Travis. Uh, you know what? 
Okay, Jimmy, you're good. Uh, you can find Dog's the podcast. Big. Dog's too big. He has too big. He's it's losing like, weight. He's losing weight. It's like the cat on um, my favorite. He's a bloater. He's yeah. a, oh, he's a bloater. Oh, before we leave, I don't know if this is going to come through. Let's see what we got. Can you hear oh, me? Bradford. Cute, huh? This is my dad, and this is my dad. Can you hear that? How'd I get to dad? Oh. They inherited me. Congratulations. She's going to make sure one day. It's got lyrics. It goes like this. Okay. You can count on me. Well, now I got to go find it. Yeah, 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 let's yeah. do it. All right, folks, you can find the podcast at comicexposure.com or your favorite podcast app. Rate it, listen, review it, all that good stuff. Tell your friends about it. Uh, Travis and I have some book coming up next. I don't know what it is. Uh, do you remember, Travis? We got some time. We got some time. All right. <laughs> but I usually like to plug it on the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, absolutely. Oh, okay, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. Oh, no, we, we said we're going to go back to what's the, let's just make it. Rogues? Moment. Rogues. Are we doing rogues? rogues? Yeah. Okay, Rogues. Okay, Rogues is the next one. Check it out. If you haven't read it yet, go read it. A great sort of one-off DC Black Label. And we'll see you next trade.